This is So Tell Me About Yourself, and I'm your host, Jamie Turin. As a certified career coach, my mission is to guide women to find, pursue, and thrive in careers that light up their lives without compromising what truly matters to them. We're often told you can be anything you want, but find ourselves unsure of the infinite possibilities. On So Tell Me About Yourself, we're rewriting the narrative. We're shifting the focus from what you can do to what you want to do. In each episode, we'll bring you honest career stories, conversations about overcoming hurdles and setbacks, and a sneak peek into the daily lives of successful women so you can reflect on your own career path, make informed decisions, and see how your skills can lead to a fulfilling career. If you're ready to rewrite your career story, find your passion, and reclaim control over your path, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Please subscribe to the podcast and share with a friend who could use a little career inspiration. Thanks for joining me today for our first ever solo episode of So Tell Me About Yourself. In honor of the spooky season, as this is being released on Halloween, we are diving deep into a common fear that many working women face at some point in their lives. The fear that we're going to talk about is the fear that this is it. The feeling that where we are today is the pinnacle of our existence and that we are either trapped in this exact moment, that we will never do better than this exact moment, and that the future is a bit hopeless. I know it can be overwhelming and paralyzing, but fear not, my dear listeners. Today, we will unravel this fear and discuss how you can overcome the fear of is this it. It's important to acknowledge that not only is this feeling entirely natural, but that it's quite common. In a world where we feel constant demands for growth and progress, where our lives are changing by the minute, where perhaps you experience the pandemic as a period of stagnation and delay, holding you back or keeping you where you were, whether that was where you wanted to be or not, it's normal. It's typical. It's a common experience. I don't say it's a normal experience to diminish your experience or to diminish your feeling. I say this so that you know you are not alone. Many ambitious, motivated, successful women like yourself open their eyes one day or slowly over time recognize how long our professional lives are and ask themselves if where they are today is it. The truth is, as we've heard from our guests and as we know in our lives, our career and our lives are a journey, not a destination. It's normal to wonder what's coming next, especially because so much of our young lives is focused on the next step. First, You may have gone to preschool or daycare, then elementary school, middle school, college, advanced degrees. In those early years of your career, if you're ambitious and motivated and driven by promotions and change and enhancement, then you've also been focusing in that space for a long time. Much of the time when women experience this is it it feeling, it's because they've achieved a level of success that they thought when they were young, maybe 
maybe just coming out of college was a long way away. And in fact, it took a lot less time for them to get there, possibly because the goal was short-sighted, possibly because when we graduate, we don't understand the job market and a myriad of other reasons. You might be experiencing life change, like welcoming a child to your family, or you may have relocated to an area which you're not certain about. The fear of, is this it, is often tied to other types of uncertainty. I think that's because when we feel this way, we're looking for stability because some other part of our life may be feeling unstable. And so when ironically, when we're in that unstable mindset, we're actually questioning the stability of our current situations and perhaps recognizing that where we're experiencing instability versus where we have stability doesn't feel right in our lives. So perhaps you have some level of stability in a career that doesn't suit you while juggling a newborn. And that type of stability you have at work becomes very present because it's not stability in a place you want stability where you'd love a little bit of extra sleep and a consistent schedule, which if you're in the very early stages of having a child, I hate to tell you that as soon as you get any consistency, something's going to change. So don't hold out for that. But if you're listening to all this and you're saying, well, okay, I, I'm with you, Jamie. This is a fear that I have. This is a concern I have. I want to challenge you to really give yourself a chance to reflect. And this is the kind of episode that you might want to come back to and do this work while listening or jot down some of the prompts I give you. So don't forget, you can pause. You can always come back to this episode if you need a reference or if you're doing some journaling work. If you are somebody who is experiencing, is this it? The very first question that I want you to ask yourself is, what excites you in your life? Whether that's specifically at work and in your work life, whether that's at home, what comes to mind? And if what comes to mind is absolutely nothing, my life is chaotic and nothing excites me right now, that's okay too. You don't need to have an instant reaction. You don't need to have that gut telling you immediately, oh, this is what excites me. This is what I want to do. In fact, I can guarantee that if you're asking yourself, is this it, that at best, you have a little bit of an inkling in the back of your mind. There's nothing that's immediately driving you forward. You don't need to have an answer to what your passions are today. But what I want to invite you to is think back throughout your career, through the times in your life that you have felt more invigorated, when your work felt more meaningful, when you were putting in hours and it felt pretty good to show up at work because you were making a difference and you were doing a thing that you cared about. And once you start to see those moments, think about exactly what you were doing, who you were doing it with, what was the environment like, what were the goals you had in mind, and what stage of your time in that company was this activity occurring with it. Sometimes the beginning of our time in a company is exciting because we're new and we're learning new things. And over time, complacency and stagnation set in. 
And we're just no longer challenged by the role. Even if you're getting promotions and new skills, it's inevitable that over time you'll grow and learn new new professional responsibilities does not equal. Hopefully as you're thinking about this, whether it's now or in the future, you're going to start to generate that Instagram feed of your career, the really high points, the stuff you'd brag about in an interview or to someone who is going to help you get a new job. Once you have those accomplishments in mind, I'm going to ask you to tap into those moments to answer a really key question. What skills and strengths do you have? And what skills or strengths do you want to improve? So this is not a question of asking, what are you not good at? What are your weaknesses? This is asking, what are you really good at now? And what do you want to get even better at? When we look at the accomplishments and the highlight reel of our career, we can start to identify what those things are because we tend to like and and enjoy and be fulfilled by things that we're good at or things that we've greatly improved at. So if your weakness is consistently being hammered on in your career or something you really don't like is constantly the focus of your experience, then of course you're feeling unhappy in your career path. You've created a career around your weaknesses. I am inviting you to ultimately overcome this fear of, is this it? By creating a life and a career based upon your skills, strengths, and the skills and strengths you already possess, but want to improve upon. So there's a lot of things that you're you're exceptional at. And of those things, there are aspects within your life that you probably want to be great at, that you want to be the go-to woman in your organization who can do that thing, that you see yourself as being able to make the biggest impact possible using those skills and those strengths. You feel best when you're doing things that require those skills and strengths. And I mentioned impact. Impact and mission are often key missing factors in a career where a woman is asking herself, is this it? Often the women that I speak with who have this fear are motivated to achieve big things. They want to make an impact on the world. They want to be remembered for something. But if they're asking, is this it? They may not have the answer to what they want to be remembered for to how they want to make a difference in the world. And it's difficult, if not impossible, although sometimes we get there with luck, to answer the question, what do I want to do with the skills and strengths I have and want to improve upon? I know I want to make an impact, but how do we bring those two things together if we don't know what the impact we want to make is? So think about When you look at the world, what do you want to do? And this doesn't have to be philanthropic. It doesn't have to be, I want to save babies or, you know, end war, right? This can be fully professionally motivated. An excellent impact would be to make the organizations I'm at reach their goals effectively and strategically, to consistently be working towards big things. And get as clear and specific as possible. If you can come up with big things, can we define what big things mean? Big things might mean sales goals. Big things might mean doing research in a medical field that you're interested in. 
big things might mean teaching or building skyscrapers. But I want you to get really, but I'm inviting you to dig deep here and think, what is my mission? What impact do I want to make in the world? And now I'm not a huge believer in if there was no such thing as money, what would I do? Or what is your dream job type questions? Because that's not reality. We would all be on a beach making millions of dollars a year just to hang out, right? But when I ask you the impact, I think you can let yourself go and imagine a bit more freely than in a formal job search. Here, you can really think about what type of org you want to work for. What is that company doing in the grand scheme of life? And again, it doesn't have to be a nonprofit doing only good. It could mean working in in healthcare. It could mean working in training or in marketing so that you can help consumers find the products that will help their lives be better. It could mean whatever it means to you. But what impact do you want to make? I'm assuming by now that stuck, overwhelmed, how can I possibly answer those questions, Jamie, feeling is coming to mind. Because that's how we get here. Is this it is also about being a little bit stuck, a little bit complacent, maybe not quite as ambitious as you once were or thought you might be. You can rest assured that if you take time to answer the three prompts I provided, that you're investing in yourself in self-discovery, and in understanding your true needs. Simply understanding your needs may make a world of difference. It may take the feeling of being stuck and overwhelmed and completely paralyzed to a conscious reality that you're simply not making a change right now, that you're choosing to stay in a situation despite it being suboptimal because that is the best choice for you. And that is a perfectly acceptable and respectable decision, as long as you're making the choice. The next thing that I always recommend doing when you're feeling this way is seek mentorship and rely on your network. And your network doesn't have to be a bunch of people who you know professionally, your previous colleagues. It doesn't have to be quite so formal if you don't have that right now. And if you don't, I recommend finding that, but that's another story. Think about the people in your life that you trust, that you honestly would listen to if you asked their advice, if you got their feedback. If you shared your story, they would support you and not automatically go into, well, this is what you should do. Connect. Find what they're doing. Talk to them about your experience and share when you're comfortable or with people. And if you're comfortable, share the answers to the questions. What excites you? What are you really good at? And what do you want to get better at? And what impact are you trying to make on the world? And what impact are you trying to make on the world? By sharing with the people around you, you can not only potentially shorten or minimize your efforts in a job search because they're already looking for what you want because you've articulated it clearly with them. But you also will hopefully get thoughtful, intelligent, valuable insights that you can integrate as you make decisions and think about what may be next if this is not it. As someone who has run a marathon, I think this cliche is okay to use. 
Our careers really are marathons. There's a lot of preparation, ongoing training, moments of injury and recovery and frustration and asking ourselves why we were not born a Hilton. It is okay to take your walking break, to stop at the water station and reflect on what it is that you want. One of my top missions as a career coach and with starting this podcast is to show women that they don't have to do the job they can do. They can spend time, invest themselves, and identify, get, and thrive at the job they want to do. It's just a different way of thinking. And it does require us to embrace the unknown, invest in our growth, stop at the water station, and trust our preparation will get us to keep moving forward. Where this tends to fall apart is that there is no finish line until much, much later, if and when we have the opportunity to retire. But I invite you to consider that we don't have to wait to be fulfilled until that finish line, until we retire. We can pause and reflect and decide how we want to spend our time and how we want to make a difference in this world. So thank you for joining me on this episode of discussing the fear of, is this it? I hope you found this discussion helpful. And I ask that if you did, to please share this episode with a friend or colleague who may also find it beneficial. Together, we can conquer the fear of, is this it? And I hope I empower you to make conscious decisions that will allow you to thrive in your career. Until next time, you've got this. Hey there, this is your host, Jamie Turin. I wanted to invite you to head over to our website, so tell me about yourselfpod.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, where you'll get updates on upcoming guests, links to show notes, and learn how to be a guest on our show yourself. We can't wait to share your story. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode, and we'll see you soon.